I signed up to get in shape. And then I came in here and it was like, oh wow, here's that community I've been looking for. I've been back here for about almost 10 years. And outside of my work and the few folks that I, you know, volunteer with at church, I really don't have a big, you know, outside group of people that, I have to preface this a little bit because I was like, have I done, am I doing enough stuff? Am I, am I, you know, because everybody's got like a, I don't know, a unique story to tell. I'll be honest with you, I said a prayer before I came in here, let me, it not be about me. It's not about me. It's about that one person that might listen. Welcome back to the Building Better People podcast. This is your host, Charlie Lima. I have Joe Schaefer on the podcast today. Joe shares his fitness journey. He talks about finding CrossFit just six months ago. You're going to be inspired when you hear his story. Enjoy. My name is Joe Schaefer. I'm 55 years old. Um, I'm married uh, to my wife, Carmela. I have three kids, uh, Zachary, Noah, and Allie. I am a IT system analyst. I've been in the IT business for about 27 years. And... uh, where do you do you work at where exactly is that at i work for the texas a&m transportation institute is that Uh, part of a&m it is it's a state agency that's under the a&m system so we are the the uh the research arm of TexDOT. man 27 years i haven't been with them for 27 i've been with them for i've been with a&m for about 10. okay i was in k through 12 for about 15 years so and how long have y'all lived in college station We've been back, I grew up here, and we've been back here about 10 years. Okay, so your kid, where'd your kids grow up? Uh, in China Spring, Texas, okay. which is right outside of Waco. And then Zach, my oldest, started uh, Consol his freshman year. And so the other kids, they've been mainly, mainly here in College Station. And how long have you and Carmela been married? We've been married since, uh, I want to say, 23 years now. Yeah, wow. 23 years. That's awesome. The two of us have done those boot camps. And then, you know, I mentioned to you that, you know, one of my, you know, inspirations when I moved back to College Station was Julie O'Dell. Oh, yes. She was my trainer over at um, AeroFit. And kind of what got me started on seeking an exercise where, you know, there were others in the group that hold you accountable kind of type thing. Um, the times didn't always work out, especially with my kids in sports. So that's kind of what led me, you know, over So here. this was at what time did you train with Julie, or when did you work out at AeroFit with her? What year was this? Within the, it's probably been the last three or four years. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She had a Tuesday, Thursday class, kind of a total body fitness. So burpees, squats, you know, all kinds. Some light, you know, weightlifting, running, but just kind of a great intro to kind of what we do here. At what point, like, give me kind of a, back, a you know, overview of your fitness journey. Yeah, yeah kind of where yeah. did it start? So I played baseball and soccer and basketball when I was growing up. Um, organized, you know, in organized sports. I was very active. Um, went into my 20s, uh, got into college and, you know, didn't really do a lot of exercise. Uh, got into my 30s, gained a lot of weight. Um, I was, you know, I was up there around 2.30. For me, that was pretty, pretty hefty. Um, started having high blood pressure, started having, you know, all, all the things that come along with weight gain. Um, 
And so I started doing whatever, you know, came to mind. Uh, joined the YMCA in Waco, uh, relying on myself to get myself up there on a regular basis, that type of thing. I would hang on to those kind of things for three or four months. Then I would miss for three or four months and I'd get back out of shape again. And it was just, you know, kind of back and forth, back and forth. Um, over a lot of years, uh, I felt good that I was actually, you know, doing something uh, off and on instead of not doing anything at all. But I was always looking for that consistency and that accountability and, uh, you know, started to find it at, with Julie at Aerofit. Um, it was, but it was limited. There was only certain class times and then there were schedule conflicts and things like that. So tried to, try to fill in uh, on my own, try to motivate myself. But, uh, to be honest, uh, I finally came to the realization is I really, I just cannot do this on my own and I don't want to do it on my own. I really want to do it with others. I kind of think of your program, this gym and the program that you guys have built here. It's kind of a program of attraction. Um, I began to talk to, you know, I volunteer with Rebecca at church almost every Sunday. I'm on her team. And I, I started to see, you know, people high-fiving each other and talking about the gym and, and this and that. And so I started asking her about it, you know. Um, she's really easy to talk to and I told her where I was in my fitness journey and you know asked where she was and, and you know just kind of went back and forth and she suggested that I tried you know try some gyms and and then come to this one and then you'll have something to compare it to and, and I did and I did just that so so give me um, something about like you said in your 30s like you had gotten up to about 230 pounds yeah, like close to 230 you lacked accountability and i think there's a there's a population that falls into that right they were athletes kind of like you very yeah. active they get into this maybe they have some kids or their work gets busy mm -hmm. and if you were to kind of summarize that feeling in your 30s of um i mean what were you was was it all gradual? Was it all of a sudden? Was it when did you realize, man, I just need I need help? Like you said, I hit a point where I couldn't yeah. do it by myself. I can tell you, I um, one one of the things we do as a family every year, for a lot of years, like over the last fifteen years, almost every year of the last fifteen years, is we go to Colorado and we spend our Christmas in Colorado, the five of us. Uh, we started doing this. We we do the family thing uh, on Thanksgiving, and then we, we do a little bit before we leave. But we go, and we've made this kind of a tradition, something that the kids can remember. It's more than just sitting around opening presents. You know, it's it's, it's we're making memories. Well, uh, so you're going up to Colorado. You're going up to higher altitude, and you're skiing. So you're doing something that it requires you to be in fairly decent shape. Um and so I was up there one year and, you know, I'm up there, I get my gear and I'm strapping my boots on and everything. And I can literally hardly breathe. This was somewhere around 2.30. And I could hardly bend over. I had to hold my breath to bend over and, you know, buckle my boots. And I, I've skied since I was 14. I worked for a ski resort out of college. That was one of the dreams of mine. I just went and did it for a season. I learned to ski even better, you know, doing that. And so I know how to ski, but I was in such terrible shape. And I really didn't have a good time that, that trip because I was so exhausted just doing the little stuff. 
And I'll, I'll tell you that. And so that, that started being like, if I want to ski with these kids when they're 10, when they're 15, when they're 20, I'm going to have to do something with myself. And not, not just going on the ski trip, but doing anything else with them. Is that something you just hide through like the, like you don't want people to know, right? Like you don't want people to know that you feel that. I mean, is it, or does it come out? Like, is it something that you're thinking about daily? Is it weekly? Is it just on moments like the ski trips? Oh, I think if you, if you're in those shoes, you wake up that way every morning and you look in the mirror and you, and you, if you're brave, you step on the scale and you know, you, you have to come up with a plan and, a lot of times I think people are overwhelmed. Like they're at that point, they're like, I have so much ground to make up. How am I going to start? Where am I going to start? What am I going to do? Um, and, and if you're that far down that road by yourself, it's going to be very difficult to pick yourself up every day and then say, I'm going to do this every single day. Did you have yeah. times in those years that you started and stopped? Oh yeah. Yeah. Over and over and over again yo-yo not knowing you know thinking that I'll, I'll eat this i won't eat this i'll eat more of this i won't eat more of this i'll read this article i'll read that article and i think you just make it overly complicated when you try to do it yourself instead of going to someone who's doing it and who's he's probably been through the process and saying here just start doing this just start doing this little piece and that was the beauty about coming here and and, and talking with you know, Chris and others about diet is just like, dude, just do this. Just do this right now. Just concentrate on this. Do these things right here. You know, eat real food, um, not too much. Um, you know, on a regular basis, fuel your body for your workout. Those types of things. I remember mo um, listening to one of your podcasts about fitness. And I don't know if it was an interview uh, that you had obtained or if you had interviewed these guys, but. They said, you know, the trainers were saying, if you if you come in here and you just comply with what we're telling you to do, you're going to get better. And it's almost exactly what Josh told me when it, he said, if you just keep coming in here, just that's what you do is you just show up every day. Just show up. And and let the rest take care of itself. And and that's what I I do. I I've humble I humble myself when I come in here. This will the sport will humble you even when you think you're you're making some strides the next thing you get another workout and you go oh i've never done that before so what you know now that you've experienced crossfit how long have you been coming since september first of september so you're you're six months you know is is around here and so a lot of times people think crossfit is not for um, beginners you know or people think you know they have to be in shape before they can do crossfit and what, how would you respond to that? I would say that even at the point where, you know, I was talking to Rebecca and I said, okay, I'm going to go over there. I'm going to try this gym. And I'll tell you an interesting story about that day too, that first day. But the, um, the thing that I, I got out of, uh, from what, from what you're saying is, is true. It's kind of like at Aggie land, you know, from the outside looking in, you can't explain it. Right. And you have this image of what it is. But if you actually are inside Aggieland and you, you know, experience all the traditions, and everything, you realize what it really is. Kind of the same thing with CrossFit. It's like I had this, you know, image in my head of I'm going to go into this gym. There's going to be all these, you know, really, you know, 
bulked up people and you know I'm not that and how am I going to fit into that and will they accept me you know those kind of things kind of go through your head and then you get in here and you realize you know it's something totally different it's a community of people and the strongest guy in here is willing to help me make just this much you know small small change or small you know improvement and uh they weren't that way they weren't you know all cocky and and everything like that and there hasn't been one person in this gym that hasn't encouraged me i mean that and 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 so me the same way when i see new people or even if i i i high five people that have are doing pretty well at this really nervous the first day I was. I was really nervous because, you know, I mean, I came in here with all the visceral fat and, and everything else that you sometimes come in and you just have to, you just have to put that out of your head. You know, that's not, that's not important at the time. So what were you going to say about the story of the first day? So, yeah, the first day that I came, um, and, and I may have told you this before, Pastor Will had done a, a, a thing on, um, uh, couple lessons on you know we got all the information you know God's put those people in our life and everything but we're still we're just not pulling the trigger you know there comes a point to where we have to make a decision to do something and I had just been sitting on that thing and I've been up and down with my exercise program and I came that day to the 430 class the beloved 430 class and Josh, <laughs> Josh was the the uh, the coach at, uh, that day, and I told him I was new, and you know he welcomed me in. He kind of, you know, went, you know, asked me a little bit about my fitness journey, what I wanted to accomplish, that kind of stuff. Went through that first class, and then, um, you know, we talked about uh, membership at the end of the day, and I said, well, you know, I think what I'm going to do, I think I'm going to think about it. You know, I don't, I never buy anything. I never go, I go look at refrigerators, but I don't buy it the first time I go to the store. You know, I look around a little bit. And so he goes, oh, I understand. And so I got in my car and I drove down Longmire and I started thinking about that message that Pastor Will had preached a couple of weeks ago. And I said, you know what? This is exactly what he's talking about. You know, you're either going to make a commitment to get better and to, and to get healthier and to get uh, among a group of people, a community, or you're not. And I just, about halfway down Longmore, I turned the car around, I went back, I got my credit card out, I said, Josh, sign me up that day. Wow. And it's been a very good decision. So when you think about CrossFit and you think about the journey that you've had specifically in these last six months is what has CrossFit taught you about yourself that you didn't know prior to that, this, because you've been working out, you know, you've been working out with Julie and you, but what is CrossFit specifically taught you about you? That I'll tell you, the first thing that comes to mind is that, um, I personally long to be part of a community and I didn't really, it's it's something I didn't really kind of subconsciously was looking for, but not when I signed up for CrossFit. I signed up to get in shape. And then I came in here and it was like, oh wow, here's that community I've been looking for. I've been back here for about almost 10 years. And outside of my work and the few folks that I you know, volunteer with at church, I really don't have a big 
you know, outside group of people that, that I'm, you know, my wife and I, either one. I love hearing you say that. And I feel like that's kind of one of the really, um, you know, when you think about community and the word family and the word like relationships and we all long for community, you know, it's like one of the beautiful things about like small groups, kind of like we were visiting about and to feel connected, right. To feel like you're a part of, and one of the cool things about CrossFit is when you see each other every day, right. And you, you have the kind of like joint suffering, right. You're kind of going through this thing together, but then it, it ignites conversations, you know, before class or after class. It does. And then possibly even things outside of the gym. And sure. um, CrossFit really does do an amazing <laughs> job of cultivating community. What did, when you described to me about volunteering for BCS Classic, you know, and you told me how, you know, you never expected that it was going to do for you what it did tell me a little bit about that experience because you wanted to just help out you said i want to kind of come in and yeah i did i wanted i'd already i guess i'd been here about eight weeks and i had um you know kind of heard about this the the games and everything and then they kept asking for volunteers 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 and i said well why not see if uh, i can give a little back or something and because i'd received so much already in a short period of time and I wanted to do something, you know, positive for the, for the, for the gym. And, and, uh, so that's what I did. And w- again, I went out there to help and I ended up just, just receiving, I, I, I was able to see what, um, others were going through each day, you know, why they were putting that time in and why they were, you know, uh, putting so, so much effort in it and just, uh, I think the thing at the end of the, the the day was we got down to the last few heats and everybody that kind of finished up, we all kind of gathered around uh, several of the participants and they were just cheering them on as a gym. And it was just, it was electric. I mean, it really was. It was something I was like, wow, you know, that could just feel the hair on the back of my head standing up because it was so neat to see that. And and you could tell that they were able to perform at a higher level, knowing that everybody was just right there, you know, with them. And so, and that's the scale of competition was out. And I just think that that was, there was a lot of magic going on there. And not just with our gym. I saw it with uh, the, the folks from Katie that came up from that gym, um, the folks from Welburn that came from the Welburn CrossFit. You could just see each little group, you know, kind of rallying around uh, their members and so I don't know that was just that was just one of the coolest things and that kind of opened my eyes to this whole thing yeah you were pretty new still a couple I, I months, was you know I was and um, I guess that um, I didn't I never thought I would actually participate in a competition but then they started talking about the in-house competition and I did get um, quite a bit of um, you know encouragement to to get get into that uh, Josh and Selena, um, Selena signed me up for it. And then I realized after I signed up, it's, oh my gosh, this is in two weeks. <laughs> and so I got a little, I had a little anxiety that week. I did. Uh, I made sure I came to the gym every day except for Friday. Cause I was like, I want to be rested. Um, I didn't uh, not know what to expect. And I didn't want to be the, the cog in the wheel, you know, to bring the t- my team down. So I, d- I didn't know what to expect there. And I, I thought, you know, I can do what I can do, but is that going to be enough? 
And um, they said, don't worry about it. Just come have fun. It's going to be great. And I was like, oh, great. You know, but it totally was. And it was another one of those experiences that I just had no idea what it was going to be like. But to be a part of that and then to be one of the people that's cheering on one of the other teams, that was that was the, the funnest part of that day was getting over there. You know, when uh, Ryan's team were in there, uh, I think they were in the last second to last of the last heat and um, just just everybody rallying around and, and cheering them on like we were doing. Now, whose uh, team were you on? I was with, I was on Blake's team. That's right. Were you sore after that in-house competition? I was. I was sore that day. I was, I went and I ate. My wife and I. She came out and she cheered me on the whole time, which was awesome. Oh yeah. And then we went and ate, and then I crashed out to like five o'clock. <laughs> <laughs> well, because that was a ton of uh-huh. workouts for what probably you do normally in class. Yeah, it was a lot. It was a whole lot. But I'll tell you, Blake, and not just Blake, but. All of our coaches that day, so we so we all got together and strategized before the event. But then even during the event, we uh, everybody was tweaking their strategy for the next workout. And Blake did a real good job of of knowing what our skill sets were, and putting us in the right position. I think he did a fantastic job doing. I think all the coaches did so, a good job did, of that. You know, did that give you any flashbacks of you know you played a lot of sports growing up? Was that Oh yeah. What was the last time you felt like you were in a athletic competition before that? Oh gosh, it has to be the last time that that would have been would have been slow pitch softball. Yeah. And that was probably I want to say twenty years ago. Wow. So I haven't really, other than skiing, which is kind of my own little thing. It's not. It's just you and the mountain, but. But as far as, you know, a group of people and being in an, in an athletic competition like that, yeah. Are you signed up for the Open yet? I'm not, but I am going, I'm going to do it. That's one, of, that's a goal of mine this year is to do that. And I, because I want to see where I'm at um, in scaled version of that in my age group. And I, I, I did not realize what that was. I thought, you know, I'd be competing against everybody in the gym right that's kind of what you think when you hear people talking about it but i went out there and i looked at last year's workouts and and i I saw where you can choose like scaled your age group and then just see where you are in that range and i think that would be neat and it gives me a good baseline too. yeah absolutely and i'm guessing you've probably never heard of the crossfit open before no i have not so it's a completely like new thing and you know, I'll, I think I'll I'll speak on it for a second because I think people listening maybe are mm-hmm. also kind of in the same shoes as you as to, you know, yeah. asking the question like, am I competing against everybody at the gym? Am I trying to go to the CrossFit Games? You know, or am I, you know, what are the benefits? You know, is this even a good idea? And, and I'll and to kind of give an answer not just to you and encourage you about what you, decision you made to do it is what I love about the open is, you know, let's just say you've been doing this for five years, right? And you do the open every year. It's Mm -hmm. a way to kind of measure yourself Mm -hmm. on an annual basis on your improvement. You know, if last year, let's just say we did a workout that was 10 minutes of, you know, burpees and thrusters and you know, you repeat that same workout and you thought last year it was so hard and you were just new to CrossFit six months and, 
you did it, you know, let's just say you got 100 reps in that 10-minute period. Well, let's just say this year, even though it's still hard and you're exhausted, but you get 120 reps, well, then you know that you're getting better, you know? And what I've seen consistently over the time that I've been doing it is by showing up, just like, you know, Josh told you, you just show up, you're going to improve. But sometimes it's hard to see that progress because Mm -hmm. you might be measuring success by different measures than you know, the open is a performance test, period. It's, sure. it's going to, you know, test your performance. It's, it really isn't interested in how much you weigh, you know, or really mm-hmm. your diet, yes, will make you feel better and influence probably your performance. But at the end of the day, you know, it's, it's a performance test. And so it, it, it can tell you strictly in the last 12 months, how's your performance. Um, but probably what you'll find is the most exciting part is the, the energy it creates in the gym. When you have, you know, we've had uh, a lot of people signed up for the Open every year, and we do an event every Friday, and we call it Friday Night Lights. And so every Friday, we'll actually start having um, heats start in the afternoon, so we won't have any okay. afternoon classes. So like Friday afternoons, the gym is technically closed but open because it's open for Friday Night Lights, but no classes. And people will actually come in, and much like the in-house competition, you'll be signed up for a specific time. You'll have a judge. And the, you know, the, you know, it's just, it becomes a every Friday competition, we'll call it in-house competition where you are doing the workout, um, and and you're not necessarily competing against the other people in the gym, but you're competing in general in the open and you put your score up and there's 320,000 people that signed up last year. And yeah, you can see where you rank in your age group and, you know, it's kind of neat to kind of see where you're at, but more than anything, it's like a five-week period that there's a lot more enthusiasm, mm-hmm. a lot more community. So kind of what you're talking about, building relationships. Sure. So imagine what you experienced that Saturday with the in-house competition we did with Salt Off CrossFit every week, you know, and how you bonded with your teammates, mm-hmm. you know, the experience. And so it's just more uh, exposure to that every single week. You know, so it's always a, I mean, it's, it's exhausting because we, you know, those workouts are always hard and you're yeah. giving it 110%. So imagine like you felt Saturday afternoon and you're just on the couch right. and it probably, you know, by Monday you maybe were okay. You came and worked out, but you're still pretty tired. But imagine if you had to compete again that, that weekend. Yeah. You know? I can't wait, but I, I think one of the, the only thing that I do know about the open is whenever there's a workout and they say this was in the open, I go, Oh, this is going to be tough. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so, and they announced the workouts on um, their website or like they, they actually show videos, live videos of people doing the workout. So they'll, they will announce the workouts on Thursday at 7 PM. And then we'll actually program the class that day on Friday for the morning classes. We'll actually have that workout programmed in case people can't come back for the evening. But we encourage everybody to come back for our Friday Night Lights. Um, and then by Monday, everybody has to submit their scores. So if it was a 10-minute workout, and let's just say you did 100 points or 100 reps, you'd have to enter that into your account by Monday at 7 p.m. so that your ranking would be uh, uh entered into the sure. system and so mondays are makeup day so some people will want to actually do the workout again and i know it, okay. it's you know it sounds crazy if you you know why would you want to do that again but i mean trust me a lot of people end up either repeating the workout or people like 
you know, maybe Chris or Josh or Trent or some of these guys who probably mm-hmm. would like to take it to the next stage of competition, they might try to get a better score. Um, but for most most people, it's going to be like, hey, do it really hard on Friday and then be done with it. Get ready for the next week. Right. And then, but it, it's it really mm-hmm. is a, a a lot of energy and excitement in the gym for that five week period. So. I'm glad that you signed up and hopefully people will get signed up in the next couple weeks because the first open is going to be that weekend of February 22nd, 3rd, whatever that day, those dates are. And then the Friday night, we'll start Friday night lights here on that Friday, um, February, whatever that 22nd, 23rd is. Right. Um, so let's talk a little bit about your diet. You know, has, um, has your, you talked about Chris giving you some advice and nutrition. And so how has your diet changed here in the last six months or has it? No, no, it has. Um, a couple of things that kind of influence that my wife is, um, she's gluten intolerant. Mm-hmm. So about a year ago, she started just going off gluten. This was after, Thousands of dollars worth of tests could not tell what was going on with her gut. And someone suggested, hey, why don't you just try to go off gluten for, you know, a couple of months and see what happens. And she did. And I mean, it was like, wow, night and day. And so part of that is um, uh, at home, you know, we, we look into the paleo diet and she's doing a lot of a lot of traditional foods but with gluten-free recipes um and and that's just you know i i'm just trying to support her so that's helped me a little bit is to get off of that and just just stay away from the wheat and stay away from you know a lot of those types of carbs not that i don't i i still eat carbs but um there's a balance there and i think what i did was i ran to the other side and said, you know, I'm just not going to eat any. I'm going to do this CrossFit. I'm just not going to eat any carbs. And so when I finally got sat down with Chris, we started talking about it. And he goes, no, I need you to eat some carbs. You know, and so we talked about where to fit those in during the day, logging my stuff in my fitness pal, and just started. Where do you, where do you fit your carbs in? I fit my carbs in either in the morning or at lunch, usually. Before, not, not later in the day. You know, try to stay away from them later in the day. And then, so if somebody who's listening may not even know that they have, you know, a, an allergy, food allergy, or gluten intolerant, what what are some red flags? Something that you could kind of even help them to better understand themselves. What are some things that they should be paying attention to? That's a well. Just don't discount it. Because I think even Carmela my, and myself, at, at, we're just like, it just can't be that simple. Um, but we did some reading, and we there's a lot of science behind this. There's a whole, that's probably on another podcast to talk about, you know, how we got there with the gluten and the wheat that we have today. But um, just don't discount it. You know, it's not, it's not, a lot of people say, oh, that's just a, that's just something someone came up with, you know, so that. They could create these products and and put gluten free on the label, and that's that's not the case. There are real real uh, people have real allergies to it, and and if you've tried everything else, and the doctors cannot seem 
to tell you that. And I don't know if it's against their philosophy to say, hey, you know, this, this food or that food is not good for you. Uh, if to point out a whole industry and to say, you know, I, I don't know if that's the deal or not, but, but we actually, you know, talked to someone at a health food store that said, why don't you just try this? And, and so I would say, don't discount it and, and give it a try. If you're having that, if you're having trouble yeah. with it, um, that's good. And I, I mean, I think it's, it's one of those things that, you know, paying attention to how you feel, right. When you eat certain foods. <laughs> You know, a lot of people just aren't necessarily in tune with their body. You know, they just eat and they're not paying attention. And it's like, wow, whenever I ate that food, I felt good. But whenever I ate that food, I felt really tired and, you know, and just kind of experimenting and taking your own diet as your own experimentation with yourself, you know. Um, What, how many days a week do you work out? What's your goal? Four to five. Okay. Yeah. I went, I went like almost 90 days and I did five days a week, and I did not miss. Um, and then we hit the uh, Thanksgiving, and you know, kind of got off a little bit there. But I, my goal is five, and my absolutely, I don't want to have any less than four. And and the reason is, is because more than two days. But it, it, since I've been doing this, if I lay off more than two days, I do kind of feel a little crummy, you know, a little lethargic or. I can't really find the word, but but just a little sluggish, I guess. Yeah. The more you move, yeah. the better you feel. And I've talked to you know, and Josh and I have had conversations about this. You know, your mood even changes. You know, and you go, oh, I know, I need to go work out. That's mm-hmm. what I need. And yeah, it's it's all. I think it, your body gets used to it. Um, and you're kind of now in a routine of coming, right? A habit. I am. It's a happy place to be. Like every day, I have this. You know, Josh asks us a lot. What's the best thing that happened to you today? And some days, it's I got I made it over here. <laughs> you know, that was the the good yeah. thing. Um, the career that I have, the occupation I have, can be very stressful. And so, if I can come here and just, you know not focus on anything else but but doing the workout and and, that's awesome yeah so the that kind of segues into the last question and i ask every person that comes on the podcast but um you know the three words that we put on our shirts and that was up on the wall and um the title of the podcast is building better people and you know we believe that joe schaefer working out when you're working out you're becoming a better version of yourself and so how's that true for you um, and your experience, not only at this gym, but just overall. Oh, it, def- it definitely is um, true for me. I'm, I'm definitely, I feel like a better person. I feel, I, and I, I'll tell you in which way I do. I feel like what this, um, what this program of attraction teaches me is it's not all, it's not all about me. It's about being part of a bigger thing. Okay, I know that's cliche. I know, you know, you've heard that over and over again, but it but it's actually true. It makes me wanna do wanna go volunteer at the BCS. You know, wanna do those things, wanna pat somebody, wanna give somebody a high five. Um, wanna ask them what they had for lunch or you know what they did today or how they how their day went. Um, just getting out of yourself. I think I think that part 
which is something I didn't expect. You know, we don't come to this thing going, I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go in there and I'm gonna get in shape, uh, my body in shape. But I think equally as I've gained as much up here in my, in, in my mind and, and, and my person as I have my physical, you know, which is it's something I didn't expect. I really didn't. Thank you for tuning in today. Don't forget to subscribe to the Building Better People podcast where you will hear more stories of individuals being positively impacted by living a healthy lifestyle.